Good afternoon and happy Easter. Uh, I am just sitting at home currently. Uh, I miss having youth, but it's Easter, so I hope you guys are with your families or friends or doing something uh, to kind of relax and get ready for the week. Uh, just a couple of quick announcements before I talk just a little bit. This won't be like a, a regular Sunday night sermon or anything, but I'll just talk a little bit and we'll see what I say. Uh, we'll find out together. Uh, just a couple of quick announcements, like I said. Number one is Youth Sunday is coming up. It's May 15th. So if you are hearing this and you are a senior or you're about to graduate and you have not yet sent in your pictures or your college plans or your work plans or whatever else, uh, please do so or at least contact me and find out how to do so. And that is going to be on May 15th. Also, you'll get gifts, etc. Uh, also... If you want to be involved with speaking or uh, handing out pamphlets or putting up chairs or greeting or uh, saying something, uh, giving a testimony, anything like that, uh, also we'll be talking about that more this coming youth, so let me know then uh, and we will make sure that you're able to. Uh, either way, you should try to make plans to come that week. Uh, I think that is pretty much it. Currently, the next time we'll miss youth is Memorial Day weekend. There is a chance, I guess, that I'll change my mind on Mother's Day. I never have, just to be honest and to be completely upfront, I never really have any idea how to work Mother's and Father's Day. Uh, because it seems like if I have it, uh, occasionally we don't have very many people. If I don't have it, we have a lot of people who would have come, etc. So we'll just kind of see if you have an opinion, or more importantly, if your parents have an opinion on that, let me know. Uh, as for everything else, I'll just let you know this coming week, but just keep those things in mind, mainly Youth Sunday right now. And I, let's see, what am I going to talk about? So currently... Uh, there are a couple things going on in my mind, uh, some of the things I've thought about a lot lately. Number one is I preached this morning for Easter. Um, this was my fifth straight week preaching in either contemporary or traditional, which is new for me here, uh, and it's been very cool, and I've really looked forward to it, uh, and I enjoyed it. But Easter was obviously a big one, and so I was a little more nervous than usual, although I'm usually pretty nervous just because I, I doubt myself until it happens, and then I just kind of give God the go to to speak through me and do my best. But I find myself, and this is not just a this week thing, but it's happening this week, uh, focusing not on the good or not on what I think I did well or not on what someone said that was positive, but on things that I messed up. So just for example, from today, there was a point where uh, I started to read scripture and then stopped and then reread it. And it's a small thing that nobody cares about, but for me, I focus on that. Uh, I understand that it doesn't matter, and that it went past that, and things were fine, etc., but those are the things that I, I focus on, and my point is not to say, hey, tell Jeff how something positive, because that doesn't matter. What my point is, I know that I am not alone in that. Now, I also know that I might go farther and overthink more than other people, but I know that at this point in your life, as I've said millions of times, a lot of people are telling you to be more mature, and a lot of people are telling you to be more like a kid, and that can be confusing. And so you can start to worry 
uh, about the things that you mess up or about the times that you don't get a question right that you should have or about the times that, uh, let's say, you've missed youth uh, a few times and you're like, well, I've missed too many. Should I really go back? Or uh, I didn't make the team, so should I try it again? Or I didn't make first chair in band, so what's the point, etc. Just you, It's easy to focus on the negatives. Now, for me, like I said, it's a constant battle, but it's also a chance to constantly pray about it and to constantly say, help me to let this go. Help me to clear my mind. And I, I have to do it. Sometimes uh, I do it, and then I move on, and I'm good for the rest of the day. Sometimes I have to just keep saying it every time it pops in my head. Um, we just talked about prayer in the last series, and I think even talking about it, we still kind of think about it like it has to be this professional, uh, atmospheric, in the right place, in the right time, in the right mindset thing, when really it's just talking to God. And you can do that anytime, anywhere, eyes open, eyes closed, talking about something else while thinking the prayer, like all of these things are possible. The point is that you're talking to him and saying, hey, help me with this. Uh, And just by verbalizing it, that can help. And then knowing that he's listening is also helpful. Uh, one of the things from this morning, and don't worry, I'm not just going to recap my message. I know I've already sent that out for the two of you that uh, checked that. But uh, one of the things that I, I mentioned this morning was when Jesus wasn't in the tomb and Mary Magdalene was there, uh, she turned around and she thought it was the gardener of Jesus. Long story short, he said, Mary, he said her name. He knows her name. Uh, he knows our names. He's a, It's a personal relationship. We sometimes forget that. We think that or we compare ourselves to other Christians, we compare ourselves to our parents, we compare ourselves to our teen, other teens, uh, we compare ourselves to teachers, to whatever. And regardless of whether you come out in the positive or in the negative, comparing yourself is never going to help. Uh, because if you compare yourself and you come out negatively, obviously you're going to feel bad about yourself, you're going to be down on yourself, you're going to question things like I was talking about. But if you come out on the positive, then you can kind of be like, well, I don't have to work very hard. And so... The the point is just he listens to you individually and he loves you individually. And so that's something really cool. And that's what Easter is about. It's about him's resurrection, yes, and about that victory over death, yes. But it's about that individual relationship and how he said Mary's name, how he talked to the disciples individually, how he came back for us. And all of that is so cool uh, and something that, that we never lose. Even if you turn away from him, and obviously don't do that, but even if you do, he still loves you and he'll still welcome you back. So no matter what happens in your life, no matter what you think of yourself, no matter what other people think of you, uh, he knows your name and loves you personally. So that's part of that and the not focusing on the negative and, and praying and working at it and just trying. The other thing I think about a lot is time. So uh, as I've mentioned probably or someone who's I'm a writer, uh, although I'm a writer that doesn't write really anymore. I've got one book published. I would. I have another three finished that I haven't gotten published. And part of it is it's hard for me to take the time to find an agent because I feel like I'm going to be rejected. Part of it is it's very, and this is honestly a bigger part, not just the fear of rejection. Uh, it's hard for me to summarize. You have to have a summary with an agent letter. It's hard for me to summarize what I've written because it means more to me than what is there. So... Basically, uh, if you were to summarize, say, uh, I can't think of a book. If you were to summarize, say, uh, Huckleberry Finn, like you're going to write a summary of a kid that goes on a trip with a slave who's trying to escape and uh, he's running away and they find friendship together, etc. 
now, I would imagine that Mark Twain, were he to try to summarize that, he would probably uh, focus on some of the things that we may not focus on. Like, this means this, and this felt like this, and, and it's just harder. So that was kind of my point. It's always harder to talk about yourself, but that's a little bit of a divergence. Uh, but regardless, I'm a writer, and so I think sometimes, especially if I watch a TV show or read a book that's about someone writing, uh, that I'm wasting time. I feel like I'm wasting time. I feel like I could do more. I feel like I could say more. Now, I've been really busy lately, and so, you know, it's kind of a built-in excuse, but at the same time, uh, I feel this pull towards writing more. And I say that because I think about time. Now, I'm older than you guys, uh, but I'm still not to the point that I have to worry about the end or anything. But we still have, and I don't want this to come out negative, but we still have a limited amount of time here. Now, hopefully it's like 100 years or a long time or whatever. Uh, and there's a lot that can be done. Like, it's insane how much time that is when you look at it on the whole, but it's still a limited amount. And so... At your age, and this isn't going to be like an adult, do this, do that. At your age, it's like less in your face because you've got so much time. Like there's definitely much more in front of you than is behind you uh, because most of what is behind you is as a little kid. And so in front of you, you've got like college and you've got work and you've got family and you've got marriage and you've got career and you've got dreams and you've got all of these things. And that's awesome. And so I'm not saying, hey, you know, put your nose to the grindstone and start building all this stuff now. You know, you should have fun. You should uh, play sports. You should do stuff. But also, one of the things that I talk about sometimes, too, is people will often say, I'm going to really make a commitment to my my faith when I'm out of high school. Because then I won't have all of this stuff pulling up my, my time and pulling up my schedule. And then college, it's like, oh man, there's so much stuff. And I've got so much work. And I've got friends. And I've got all this stuff. So I'm going to wait till after college. And then after college, it's, ah, you know, I, I've got to start my career. I've got to do this. Uh, I'm dating or I, I'm whatever, getting married. And then it's like, well, after I'm married. Well, and then it becomes after I have a kid. And then it becomes after the kid leaves the house. Now, I'm not saying that... Uh, you always run out of time because that's not the way it is. But time still goes quicker than we think. And so I will never, ever guilt anyone for for not coming to youth or not uh, going to church or whatever else. Because I don't set your priorities. I don't know your life. Uh, I will always encourage you to go. And so I hope that you do. But, you know, I'm always going to be understanding. I'm not going to even think about it if someone misses, like, oh, man, I bet they did this, I bet they did that. Because I, it's, it is what it is. It's your life. But I say all of that to say, regardless of what it is, regardless of where you are, regardless of if I ever see you again, try to continue working on your relationship with God every day. Uh, pray every day. Do something with the Bible every day. Like, just try to do better today than you did yesterday, etc. Uh, and it's not something that's a job. Um, it's not something that is like, oh man, I have to do this or I'm just going to fail. Uh, it's something where the more you do it, the more you want to do it, the more you feel that it's a life and not a job, the more that you realize, hey, this is something that actually helps me. Because uh, that's the crazy thing about all of this. Like having that close relationship with Jesus, uh, it's what all the adults in your life probably are telling you to do. And it's like, hey, you know, this will be better. It actually is better. Uh, it doesn't make your life perfect. It's just 
the world is not perfect. But you actually do feel more of a connection. You actually do feel uh, more complete. You actually do feel all of these things. And, and it takes time and it takes work and it takes effort. But it is not a thing where, uh, for example, like you have a math class. And you have to do homework every day in order to learn it, in order to get the tests. Uh, that's not the same thing because that's always going to be in order to pass a test, in order to do this. It's not something that's actually going to impact your life aside from taxes and grocery trips or whatever else. Or if you become a math teacher or some kind of engineer, then obviously. But taking the time each day, even if it's five minutes, it really helps you to build that habit and it really helps you to see him. Uh, it really helps you to feel, like I said, more included, more together. There are still a lot of things that go into life and a lot of things that are hard and a lot of things that are difficult. But when you have that foundation, when you have that base, it's that much uh, easier, so to speak. Um, I do puzzles sometimes, and I like to f start with the corners and the outside, like the border, because that makes it a little easier to have... Uh, everything else. Whereas if you just kind of start in the middle, you start here, you start there, you know, you're all the pieces, there's so many pieces, etc. So it can be kind of hard, it can be tricky. You don't know what's going to fit right. But having that foundation of the corner, at least you have the boundary for how big the puzzle is, or you have the boundary for, well, these obviously fit with these, and you can kind of work your way in. That's what taking time to, to build that relationship with Jesus is. And today's Easter, so people are more receptive to this message. And I've said this a lot of t a lot lately, but it's not just because it's Easter. It's not just because it's a holiday and people are like, oh man, Easter is important. But it's because we as Christians tend to uh, love more and tend to do better on Easter and Christmas and the major holidays like that because it's in the air, because we know that it's important. And if we did it more people would feel it more. And that's what we're supposed to do. But it all starts with taking that time and building. And, you know, the odds are not all of you are going to become pastors. Some of you will. Not all of you are going to become Sunday school teachers. Some of you will. Not all of you are going to join the church choir. Some of you will. But you can have that relationship to carry you through church, to carry you through life, to carry you through everything. And you have the edge pieces already for when you go to college, for when you meet someone that you want to marry, for when you have kids. Like you have those edge pieces uh, that, that connect you, that have the foundation, and then you build everything from that. Um, and so that's kind of what I've been thinking about in terms of time. Like I said, for me, it's more like writing, but, uh, I still think about a lot of things. And so I hope that you guys have had a good day. I hope you've had a good weekend. Like I said, I really do miss you. Um, hopefully, uh, when we're back next week, I'll see you, uh, just good luck in school. I know that this coming month or right now, I believe are proms. So if you go to those, have fun. Uh, I am not a fan of them, but I understand that other people are. And I believe the month after that is graduation. So if you're a senior, then, hey, if you're a junior, you know, you can see that kind of coming up. Either way, just keep doing your best each day because, honestly, that's all you can do. Uh, again, if you compare yourself to someone else, you may come up short, you may come up tall. But regardless, all you can do is your best. So just keep trying that, and I'll see you later. That's all I got.